I am recording. <laughs> Me too. Oh man, it feels it feels like it's been a minute since we've done this. Yeah, it does feel like that. It feels like we've climbed some mountains. That felt like had some technical difficulties, but we're good. Okay, we're <laughs> back in action. Hey guys, welcome yes, to we Winging It, the West Wing <laughs> podcast. My name is Andrea. I'm singing. And I'm Sally. <laughs> and today, we sound undecided because we're talking about season seven, episode eight. I knew what it was yeah. this time. The undecideds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're going we're gonna to do the whole episode where we talk Almost in, like, a questioning tone? Because, like, like, that's... Are we... We're not sure, sure if that's what we're doing. Man, that would not would last. Would that be annoying? Yeah. Is that... Is that all right? <laughs> that's so... That, that's already annoying me, so... Yeah, it already good time. is tiring. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's, let's do we some sing? singing. Yeah. Don't wait yeah. for me. Just, like, go with the beat of your own drum. <laughs> okay, got it. Just, okay, like, follow I'm your just, heart. I'm just going to do that. Like, um, okay, perfect. Phil Collins. Um, Perfect. Okay. Okay. I would just love, I would love to like uh, conduct an orchestra of that someday. Or just like at the end of my life, like if I had to choose like parting music not to play yes. at my funeral because that's weird but just like a, okay here's my final act and then I go and I conduct this like West Wing orchestra I have thought about like if I ever get married maybe not me walking down the aisle but like <laughs> when my bridesmaids walk down the aisle you could play it at like a different tempo or a different tune where they wouldn't like know where they wouldn't know that it was the West Wing I thing, would right? so know I would so you know you definitely know but I, most people would not know. I would I would fall out of the pew <laughs> laughing. I'd, and it'd probably pee my pants. I would just think that would be the best thing uh, ever. It would be the best. It would be pretty great. If anybody's listening who knows someone who's done that, or if you yourself have done that, please let us know, because I want to hear what the response <laughs> Seriously. was. Seriously. Oh, goodness. Hey, I mean, people walk down the aisle to, like, Coldplay. You should be allowed yeah. to walk down the aisle to West Wing. So oh, I'm allowed to do whatever I want. Yeah, that's right. It's your, it's your day. You do what you want. So yeah. it's season seven, episode eight. Let's mm-hmm. do a little TikTok on the clock recap. Don't stop. Um, you want to take it, Sally? Do you want to do it? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So in on the campaign trail, there, Santos, well, Santos has a planned visit to L.A. that kind of goes off course a little bit because a young black, not even teen, preteen, mm. was shot and killed by a police officer. Mm-hmm. Um, man, this sounds so unfamiliar. I've never even <laughs> oh heard this Oh, my before. gosh. I wish. I really... Um, literally, I was a little behind the scenes for those at home. I am on vacation this week with some friends, and so they watched the episode with me, like, while we did puzzles and Oh, stuff. sure. <laughs> We're at the beach, so it was just, like, our evening activity. And they all commented at different times, like, man, it's so crazy how relevant this still is and I was Sadly. like oh, you have no idea you should have seen you should have seen the last episode with the debate when it oh. was literally all the things we're still talking about um but so anyway <laughs> totally off topic of the TikTok but um so a young black 12 year old was shot by a Latino cop mm. and now Matt Santos has the job of not only 
not only trying to react to that as a candidate, but react to it as a Latino candidate, which just who also needs things off. Who so, also needs the black voters to right? Like that's a crucial block of voters for winning the presidency. Right. So <laughs> yeah, rock so hard a lot place. Going on. Matt Santos. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so there's a lot going on in that regard. There's also a bunch of stuff going on uh, with the Chinese and Kazakhstan and right. Russia. I don't know. Yeah, I right. Really that's, really that's exactly how I feel. They're having armies are lining up at the border. I don't know. They're fighting Whatever. over There's oil. Something about oil. Maybe yes, World War deal, III. But I don't I just know. was not interested. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's wedding planning. Will Bailey is yes. helping with wedding planning. Mm-hmm. And there's also Josh and Tony oh, having gosh. some interactions. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh. So, so that's pretty much it, I think. Are you undecided on how you feel about this episode, or have you decided? I am decided that I feel kind of indifferent. Not wow. indifferent. Indifferent's not the right word. I like it, but I don't... It's not like... I don't know. No, I don't know. I take that back. It's probably on the higher end. Like, I would give it a 7 or an 8, but there are some things that fall flat for me. Okay. So, it's not like one of my... I have, there are great moments in it that I love that we'll talk about. But it's not one of my all-time favorites. No, I would I wouldn't say it's any. Well, I don't know all of you people, <laughs> but I wouldn't say it's anybody's all-time favorite. But I all-time I favorite. Really liked this episode. Well, it wouldn't make when I was. It wouldn't crack a top ten, but it would crack a top no five in this season. Is that good? Well, I'd have to do I the math. I was looking at. I was looking at IMDb, and someone said someone in there like you know user review said something like. The only episode of The West Wing guaranteed to make me cry. And I was like, what? Have you watched the rest of The West Wing? Huh. Well, so maybe that person has a heart of stone except about certain things. I don't know. If that was you. I don't know. I'm sorry. Okay, so what what fell flat to you? Um, Honestly, all of the wedding planning kind of felt like a... Not like a tired joke, but it just felt like it felt heavy-handed, like out of his comfort zone. Yeah, like some of it was was entertaining, but the whole wedding itself is just—I don't know. Yeah, it just it just um, it just felt a little flat for me, dude. I, I it felt it felt a little too cartoonish. Not cartoonish, but I don't know. I I loved Lame. it. I thought it was. I thought it was maybe my. I don't know if it's my favorite Will Bailey storyline. But it's one of them. Because we haven't had him, and he's, you know, comedically, he's really good. And he doesn't often, he gets, like, little quips here and there. But generally, he's just been, like, not on our team ever since he, like, double-crossed Toby eons ago. And then he's on the other campaign. So it's, like, been a while since he's been in in the fold and also comedic, you know, in any sort of, like, let-me-carry-the-joke sort of way. So I really... I liked all of it, and if and the balance of the humor in the episode felt like old school West Wing. Maybe not to a T, but just the fact that we had it, you know, uh, was yeah. It harkened back in a good way to me. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I think maybe I well, I agree with that to an extent because I think what I was thinking when you were saying that was, I feel like. It was almost a little too heavy-handed on the humor. Not on the humor, but it feels rare that we have that many storylines that are entirely humor. Like, this, like that storyline is almost entirely fluff. Yeah, but, like, we yeah, used to I have it all so. the time. 
I think yeah, in the earlier so. seasons we had like prank wars and we had like running we had running jokes and it, I think it's just yeah, been so okay, long that's true. it's just been so long since we've had that like I can't think of I don't have a good memory obviously you can't even remember a TikTok but like I can't think of <laughs> of a funny storyline from six and seven that like jumps out at me yeah, you know I agree okay so maybe that's just what threw me off a little bit yeah it may not have been like completely balanced I love, yeah. I mean, I like Saturdays at the White House. I think we've talked about that, you know, yes. when they're dressed yeah. down, except for Margaret, who is still there, rocking that tweed <laughs> yeah. suit on a Saturday. Yeah, like, she is. Like the yeah, Margaret, Margaret that she is. Hey, dress for the job you want, you know? What'd you, I don't Get know it, what job she wants. Like, no offense to tweed pantsuits, but, like, that, that's <laughs> the job you have if you're wearing a tweed pantsuit. First lady? Maybe that's who she wants to yeah. be. Don't know. Maybe so. Maybe she's making moves. Also, you know? where's your child, Margaret? Don't know what happened with that. Yeah, that's a great question. Really don't that, know. That will always drive me crazy. <laughs> what? We? I really would love to get her on the show. I really can't get a really? hold of her. But that would be such a treat. Nicole. I mean, yeah. Yes, it would. <laughs> I, uh. um, let's see. Things about the wedding. <laughs> Things about the wedding. I liked the, okay, baby got back. Oh my gosh, so funny that Ellie wants to play Baby Got Back and Will's worried about the playlist. He's like, it's the the single entendres that I worry about. So funny. And I don't know. If I were CJ, I would be like half pissed that I was brought in to work on that on a Saturday. But also not really because it's probably more fun and easy than all the other stuff she has to deal with. You know what I mean? That's true. We're like, yeah. if you're super stressed out, you work on, like, the dumb stuff that you don't really need to do. Right. Is that right. just me? No, 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 no. <laughs> I agree totally that, like, it would be almost a relief. Yeah, I don't know how she would feel because I could see the other side of it, too. Like, I have to work on this, like, not grunt work, but then at the same time, on the flip side of it, it's like, it would just be a nice not-so-heavy thing. You know, she's not trying to talk down the Russian mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, ambassador or whatever. Until Kate gets little, there. Also... It's a little less intense what than was, her normal work day. What, what, uh, what's the latest with Kate and Will? It's been so long. This... Wait, no, I thought this was, like, the first bit of it. Okay, I'm just... <laughs> I think my, like, order. sporadic, like, rewatching like, kind of gets my timeline yeah. out of order. But no. No, this was the first, this is the first little hint. Is it? Because I thought they had, no, I guess that's right. Because all I remember is the, the yeah. Dave Brubeck, the Take 5 is playing, and they're at this ball drinking champagne. He's like, hey, can I stand here? And we just not talk. And I for, thought for some yeah. reason that already happened. That did happen, but I didn't really consider that, like... Oh, that is a thing. Come oh, okay. on. Well, then there you go. But we haven't had anything know. since then with them, right? No. No, we have not. You, there was, like, a quick little take of her kind of, like... There was some sort of recognition on her face about Will. But then that's what made me think, like, hey, where are we with that? Did they ever hook up? I don't know. I don't know where we're Yeah, at. that was, that was a, I think that was one of the things, because there was recognition on her face, like, she, like, watches him walk away, and then CJ kind of watches her watch him. Yeah. And it's, like, a little moment. Well, come on, Will Bailey, let's just, let's just move <laughs> that storyline forward. Yeah, um, seriously. And the whole, like, golf joke, I thought was funny, the whole, like, yeah. I was golfing, mini golf, it was funny. 
Um, what else? What else did you? What should we talk about next? That that. Let's just go ahead and talk about Josh and Toby. Oh. I have so many feelings. All right, tell me all your feelings, and then I'll try. Okay. Well, my biggest feeling is just like. I don't know if euphoria, but when Josh shows back up with the coffee, <laughs> yes, my heart just melts. Yes, the fact because that he it was went so back. heartbreaking. Yes, it was so heartbreaking when Toby was like, "You're not coming back here. Like, yes. don't you know? Like, at least have the integrity to say it." And then Brandon and he did go back. <laughs> I know. If if it had just ended, let's talk about just the first one because if he had not gone yes, back yeah, and it was yeah. just the first one. Oh, it is tough. Painful. It is, it is tough. VV painful. Which, like, it should be painful. They have a lot to work through. Like, Toby, like, you know, like, Josh feels like that's a huge betrayal. And he thought he knew him and all this stuff. And so, like, it should be painful. And I'm glad they had those moments. I like I like when they are, like, arguing about one thing, mm-hmm. but they're sort of arguing about another. Yeah, the subtext you know I mean, is... they're, arg- they're talking mm-hmm. about Matt Santos and stuff, but, like, really, they're mad at each other. They can have that conversation calmly. They're mad at each other about everything else that's going on, you know? So their tensions are just already on, on high. Um, so I like that, and then... I like, I mean, from a storytelling point, I like when he says, you're not coming back here. Oh. Um... But as much as it breaks my heart, it's like, oh, it's so good, though. I know. It's like I hate when the boys fight, but I feel like it's got to be such fun scenes to act. Like, real drama oh, where you're yeah. finally, like, sticking it to the guy. I mean, like, hey, yes. this is how I feel, and it's been building I mean, for so long. Yeah, and Richard Schiff was just amazing <sighs> oh, in that yeah. entire scene, just as slay. always. Just but slay, Richard. I think it's... I mean, and I think it's even more telling knowing how he felt about all the storylines that mm. he still came in and gave it every little thing he had. It was just, oh, oh man. Why do you just think Josh me. went there? I mean, was it just a friend, like a friendly check-in, or why, why do I you think? think? It, I think it was a lot of things. I think it was, I think he did want to check in on him. Like CJ said, you know, make sure he's in one piece. I think he was worried about him. I think he was mad. I think he had he knew that they had stuff they needed to work through. I think he was like mad but also wanted to be not supportive, but like okay, hey, I'm mad, but like I'm still here and around. Like we need to work through this and we need to talk about this, but like we're still we still have this history and I'm not abandoning you kind of thing. Yeah. It's so, so I think it was a lot of things combined. It's and it was interesting to me to I mean it was interesting to hear what Toby's criticism of Santos was. Like, it really felt like it yeah. came out of nowhere. Like, I never... Yeah. But, but I I think that Santos should be president in this little world. Right. So, right. for me, I'm like, well, it's a no-brainer. Why would anybody not want to? And Toby's like, well, I don't know if he's the guy. He needs to have the ego where he thinks the sun revolves around it or whatever. Um which felt a little which too I close to home. Which I like that whole speech. Yeah, I, I like the whole speech too. And obviously, it was um, just acted incredibly. But it just well, yeah. it surprised me. And also, just I don't feel like that. I don't feel like that's enough of why Toby was holding out. I really feel like it was more no. of Josh. Like you didn't take me along for the ride, and you left. Yes, and, you know exactly. He took it personally. I think it's still that. I think it's still like. I can't, like, I'm just not ever going to be on board with this because you didn't take me along with you. So I'm just going to, like, 
put my foot down. But he and never would have gone. He, there's no way Toby would no. have left. I don't think. Because then who would be there? I don't think so either. But, but he, they I didn't have he a conversation. Yeah, he wanted a conversation about it. Josh just ran off to Texas and hauled him back and did never even like say anything to Toby. And I think that made him feel like, you know, that he thought they were sort of a team. Mm. He thought their relationship was special. And then. And then he brought home he another girl. Yeah, that, yep. that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, it was very painful to watch, but I liked yes. the take that they used when they're talking about whether or not Santos is presidential. And Toby was like, is he? Is he the guy? And there's, I'm sure he gave him so many options just because he's an amazing actor. But I love the one that they yeah. used where he just looked really sincere and honest. Like, is he? Like, is he really the, the yeah. presidential guy that you think he is? Is he really going to step up? And then, of course, that, like, just sets up perfectly the end of the episode where Jimmy Smith right. just knocks it out of the park. And, and oh, Deborah Kahn, I mean, for just for writing this episode. And that whole sermon yeah. that he gives was just perfect. Ugh. I don't know yes. how these people do it. It's insane. So, yeah, Josh and Toby, all the feelings... Um, Which, yeah, and let me, before we leave the Josh and Toby thing, it was fun. It was really fun just to have them in the same scenes again together. Yes. I mean, having, when when Margaret says that Josh Lyman was in, in to see CJ, I was like, oh Ooh, my gosh, reunion. I, I like, know. I got so excited just to have them all together and then to have Josh back in the same room with Toby. That was So that was fun on, a, obviously, a much more shallow level. It was just like, hey, the gang's back. Yeah, it's nostalgic, but it's so. also like... And everybody, obviously, everybody on the West Wing holds their own, I would say. I don't right. think there's anybody that stands out. But it feels like when you put Riley Woodford and Richard Schiff in the same scene, there's like, okay, we got two heavyweights going up against each Especially other. Especially in that type of scene. Yeah, and it was a dramatic scene. You know, yeah. we ha- we'll yeah. have other scenes where there's like, oh, here's a good actor, and here's a good actor, but, like, they're talking about scheduling right. and, you know, whatever. <laughs> right, right, so, right. So, which is fine. We have to talk about scheduling, but I also really want to have relational drama that's the good yeah. stuff for sure also the corduroy jackets yep. dig it i like it oh my gosh yeah <laughs> i was thinking about that though. oh wait it's but here's a question casual attire yeah here's a question though that is not toby's apartment when cj goes to visit when they're talking about making a chicken there's like an, a whole island and she brings him wine you, yeah. you know what i'm talking about that's not the same yes i do no it's not like I don't know what happened that's there. That's somebody's job to know. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> it it's not like it's job, three yes. seasons from now when that happens. Somebody it's filled this out season. on that one. What happened? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Any hoozle. Great question. All right, let's talk about. Um, well, uh, the, the sermon, and I mean the whole, yeah. the whole the other storyline. Story yeah. Yes. Um, I love. Love, love, Cress Williams. Who yes, plays, yes. Oh, shoot, I can't remember his name. He's always so What's good. What's his name in the show? He is so good. Um, I don't even know why. I just, well, I just love him also. Like, I am in love with him. So, sorry <laughs> to be predictable and whatever, but I love him. It's so. fine. He would probably be okay with it's that. Just, is I mean, I don't how know. I feel about it. And he's going to be Black Lightning, right? Is that what he's going to be? Yeah, that's what he's going to be. He's, superhero? Oh, I, I don't really keep up on the superhero okay. world. Unless James well, McAvoy's he, in it. Sure. But that's great. Good for him. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. He's going to be, yeah. 
So, anyway, um, I love him. So, fun to see him. Um, I don't, yeah, I, I love the sermon. Okay, I love everything about the storyline. And I think I have said this before, though, is that I get, I'm getting a little, I don't want to say tired of, because I'll never get tired of it, really. But just the whole storyline of... Matt Santos being stuck in a hard place. And, and is like, he going to pull through? Yeah. Is, and is he going to pull through? What's then, he going to do? And then he just is honest. And and it's like, just be honest. You've done this a million times <laughs> before. Like when he's like, I just want to get up there and say that like, I, you know, I want to blame the cop and I want to blame this, the boy and all this stuff. And then, and it's like, okay, but you can do that. Just get up there and do that. And that's then he does. For you. And it works. Yeah, and then he does. All the time. So that's And that's not to take away from how beautiful, powerful yeah. the sermon was yeah. and how great the scene was mm-hmm. and how good everything was. But it's just no, like I hear you. the whole episode, I was never really that, even, I mean, watching it the first time, you're not really that worried about it because this is what has happened and he saves the day every time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But it was a yeah. very sensitive subject i would say oh, even more yeah. more is. nuanced than you know like the god and church of church and state separation and abortion i mean yeah. he's they're putting them through the ringer in terms of of topics and it's uh definitely super high stakes obviously so i mean but yeah. i totally get what you're saying and you know, trying to figure, yeah, trying to navigate not, yeah. the the optics of it. You know, like, do we go to the mother's house? And if we don't, yeah. like, so much of it is public perception. Ugh. And then they go to the mother's I house did. and it's a disaster. Ugh. Ugh. I loved Jimmy Smith in that whole, you could just tell how, like, pained Matt Santos was. That, mm. like, he nothing he did was right. Like, he couldn't fix anything. And, like, the, he was just making things worse. And you could tell that he was just not happy about well, it. Well, I also love his monologue to with Mrs. Santos where he's just like in yeah. the in the room in the bedroom just like I can't yeah. be responsible for everybody's feelings in this community and I don't right. know I'm letting everybody down on some level and I don't know even how I feel about it as a person. So Right. I thought that was really good and Terry Polo was once again serving up the wisdom being an all-star first lady to speak from your heart, which could be really cheesy, but also like, Hey, that's exactly what he did. And that's what people needed. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's such a difficult topic to talk about and it is crazy how relevant it is. And I wish it were not relevant at all. Not even a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I don't know, I don't know what else to say about that. The, I know. Um, I did like the way that they framed up the shot at the end of the sermon where he's kind of standing, it's looking up towards the pulpit and then we've got all the stained glass in the background and it reminded yeah. me of the way that they framed um, two cathedrals in, in like yeah. the speech part. But I didn't really like mm-hmm. the... The stained glass on the audience because it felt like a very deliberate rainbow look on the audience, and it was a very yeah, dark. And I guess I they were trying that. to reflect it, like, oh, everyone's in mourning, and it's I don't know, maybe they were yeah. just trying to like change up the look. But I was like, this is that's the thing. It never looks like a yeah, rainbow that was the in thing church. Is like, I didn't really get. I mean, I'd be interested to hear people's thoughts, but I didn't really get what they were trying to do, like from a from a symbolism standpoint. So to me, it was just distracting, kind of, you know. So it was just like. 
they wanted it to be dramatic, but it didn't actually mean anything to me. So it really was just like, why is this guy blue and this guy's green? Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, <don't> <laughs> I just, I don't think that's what it's, I've been in churches with stained glass and it doesn't really strike yeah, me like that. It doesn't quite do that, yeah. <laughs> but, okay. Yeah. Um. Also, we had a funny moment. Well, Leo was there for 2.5 seconds. And yeah, uh, Annabeth too. Annabeth did, was there. Did she she had talk? no lines. No, no lines. No, that was strange to me. Very yep. well. I mean, oh. I don't even know what she would say. But yeah, it was. She was there. I don't know what she would say, but odd to. I mean, I wonder how much they had to pay Kristen Chenoweth to. Maybe she just has a certain number of episodes. I don't know. Anyway, that's where my she head probably. Goes. <laughs> well, she probably has a day. I don't know if she has a day rate or an episode rate or whatever. Yeah, but. Uh, I, and I love that we had we had a lot of Jeanine Garofalo in this episode. A lot of yeah, blue. Yeah, we did. And I love any time a woman overshares with Leo. Like, any time a woman <laughs> is vulnerable with him and he's just like, yeah, that was a little bit too much. A little bit more than I needed to yeah. know. I think it's always funny. Yeah. I agree. 100%. It was good to see Leo again. It feels like it's been a little while. but Yeah. It also, um, we had no Bartlett, no Charlie. No Bartlett, no Charlie. Uh, no, Vinick. No, I mean, that's okay. We see him all the time. Well, yeah, we do, but still. And we had a little bit of Donna, and I'm super glad she's there, but I miss her having, like, bigger storylines. You know? Yeah. Well, luckily we know it's coming. Oh, yes, we do. I can't <laughs> wait. Oh, gosh. I literally cannot wait. Um. Also, the yeah. end of this episode felt like scandal or like a Shonda Rhimes show because of the really soulful prominent musical choice it was like oh yeah that's very forward and the hand holding Mm -hmm. yeah yeah which is fine I I like that it's cool yeah um what else anything else on this episode um I don't think so. I had a shirt in high school that was just like CJ's wearing the whole day. Oh, nice. And I wore it all the time. That has no relevance really to anything except that I remember that. So, <laughs> so you might be a fake chief of staff someday. <laughs> yeah. I guess we should address how little I care about what CJ and Kate are actually doing. I mean, we didn't really talk about that, but I don't care. Yeah. Are we shallow? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. I just, I mean, it's just like we've talked about do- a million times. You have to, if you're going to do something like that, you have to have, you have to raise the stakes And make somehow, it personal. Like make we need it like personal. a Mr. Willis exactly. of Ohio. Right. We need right. a guy on a boat in the middle of the ocean who yes. needs a call from Bartlett. Like, I feel like they right. are trying to do these big geopolitical, hey, this right. is a very Agreed. important thing. And then they boil it down for those of us who clearly don't care very much. Like, oh, hey, right. three foreign powers, you know, or world powers yeah. fighting over oil. You're like, oh, okay, thanks for that cliff note. But otherwise, yeah. we don't have the specificity of it the way that I feel like we used to. Is that fair? Yes. Okay. No, I agree totally. I think in the last two to three seasons, they have done a lot more of bringing in other countries and bringing in other things that are not as, I don't want to say not as relevant because they are real, you know, parallels and real things most of the time. But like, like the women of Kumar, like that was something that was personal to CJ and us doing that weapons deal with them was something that was so like, they brought that home to, uh, to the viewer in a real right. way. And I feel like they've been lacking that kind of thing. It like may, what? How does you know? It, know? it may just be for time's sake, honestly, because they're trying to do yeah. this whole 
you know, election campaign, and there may just not be enough time to yeah. add that. I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. at least we're on the same page. Um, also, <laughs> yeah. Margaret, yeah, Margaret just had some nice little, like, <laughs> I loved when Will was holding on to the, the wedding dresses and Margaret's talking about, like, well, I don't love that oh, she's talking yeah. about little slave children. Anyway, and I just think everything Margaret does is really funny. Um, Agreed. 10 out of 10 for Margaret. Do you have an MVP? Um, I want to say Santos. I mean, that feels like the obvious answer, but... But, you know, for yeah. good reason. So I'm, I'm going to say Santos. I, I said Jimmy Smith, but I feel like that's pretty much the same. Yeah. Yeah. Two for two. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Um, The next episode is The Wedding. Oh, yes. It's happening. Yep. And we'll talk more about it in the next episode. Uh, if you guys have thoughts or feelings on this or any other West Wing related things, send it to us. We have an email address. It is the West Wing Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. And uh, you can message us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Winging It Pod. And we will catch y'all next week for the wedding. I have tons Yay. of wedding songs. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Have a good day. Bye.